بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم دا ریزن امام بخاری رحمۃ اللہ ہیز کوٹیڈ دس حدیث ہیئر از ٹو ہائی لائٹ دی وچ ایٹریبیوٹس آف دا ہولی پروفیٹ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم وہ پروفیسیڈ ان پریویس ہولی بکس اینڈ دس آر ہز موسٹ امپورٹنٹ ایٹریبیوٹس دیز ایٹریبیوٹس آر دیٹ ہی از ناٹ شارپ ٹنگ ہی از ناٹ شارٹ ٹیمپرڈ اینڈ ایف سم ون ڈز اینی تھنگ بیک ٹو ہم ہی ڈز ناٹ ریسپونڈ ود بیڈ بہیویئر دس از دا سن آف دی ہولی پروفیٹ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم ایون دو اللہ تعالیٰ ہیز پرمیٹیڈ ان شریا دیٹ از سم ون ہیز کاسٹ یو ہارم ان سم وے دین یو آر پرمیٹیڈ ٹو کاسٹ دیم ایکول ہارم فار ایگزامپل ایف سم بڈی ہیز سلیپڈ یو دین یو کین سلیپ دیم بیک ایز ہارڈ ایز دے سلیپڈ یو بٹ ناٹ ہارڈر ہاؤ ایور اٹس ون تھنگ سم تھنگ بینگ پرمیسیبل انڈر شریا اینڈ اٹس انٹائرلی انادر اٹ بینگ دا سن آف دی ہولی پروفیٹ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم he never took revenge from anyone for his own person this is a great sunnah of the holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam today we have limited following sharia to our external appearance for example we should keep a beard and bring our external appearance and dress in line with that of the holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam these are all great sunnah and the person who denies their importance does not know what following the sunnah actually means but truly following sunnah is not limited to external appearance only the way the holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam conducted his relationships his interactions with people and mamlaat that is financial transactions also form a very important part of the sunnah of the holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam just like just like we attach importance to following the sunnah mentioned above we should pay even greater importance and attention to following this sunnah that we do not cause harm in revenge to the person who has harmed us in some way rather we should good, do good to the person who has harmed us we should reflect on how much we are following the sunnah today how much we feel like taking revenge from someone if they have hurt us or harmed us in some way how many efforts do we make to hurt them back if only verbally if we reflect upon it we will realize that today one of the major areas of disharmony and discord in our society is that we have stopped following this sunnah of the holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam our attitude today is that if somebody has hurt me i'll hurt them back if they have abused me i'll abuse them if he gave me a gift on my marriage i'll give him a gift on a, of on his marriage of exactly the same amount if he hadn't given me a gift on my marriage i will not give him a gift on his marriage it means that all our relationships today have become transactional they are based on reciprocating what someone else has done to us on the other hand the holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said sila rahmi which means fulfilling rights of one's relatives is not that one gives back what one receives sila rahmi is that if the other person even if the other person cuts off relationships with you you still fulfill the other person's rights one day hazrat dr abdul hayy rahmatullah was sitting with his uh, muridin that is spiritual mentees suddenly a person came who appeared to be a relative of his and started abusing him angrily in a very disrespectful manner he said 
every swear word one could think of. Hazrat just kept apologizing and saying sorry to him in reply. Eventually he calmed down. Afterwards, Dr. Hazrat Abdullahi said, someone had misinformed him, creating a misunderstanding, and that is why he was being so angry. If I wished, I could have answered him back, but I tried to calm him down because he's my relative, and relatives have rights too. It's, it is easy to break off relationships, but the teaching of the Holy Prophet وسلم, is to maintain relationships. This is an example how to practice this teaching of the Holy Prophet وسلم, in real life, that when someone hurts you or causes you harm, then do not reply by hurting them back. Rather, treat them with kindness, love and affection. Maulana Rafiuddin Sahib was the administrator of Darulum Deoband. He was also a great Sufi. He owned a cow. One day, when he was bringing his cow, some chore came up in the Darululum. He brought the cow to Darululum, tied it with a tree and went to his office. A resident of Darulum Deoband, Deoband came and started yelling about whose cow was tied in the courtyard of Darululum. People told him that that it was the administrator's cow. He started yelling. The administrator had made the Darululum his personal cow pen and that he was misusing Darulum property by doing so. People gathered because of the, because of the noise he was making. When Maulana Rafiuddin Rahmatullah heard the commotion, he came out to find out what was happening. People told him that this person was getting angry about why the administrator had tied his cow in the courtyard of Darloom. Maulana Rafiuddin Rahmatullah said, What he is saying is correct. This Darloom belongs to Allah Ta'ala. I should not, have, should not have tied my cow here. It's my personal cow and the courtyard belongs to Darloom. What I did was wrong. I do astaghfar from Allah Ta'ala and Tawbah for this mistake is that I want you to take this cow. That gentleman took the cow away. This was such an injustice that the person is being extremely angry with a great Waliullah who has spent all his life in the service of Allah's deen and that too in front of so many people. But rather than this responding to his harsh words with harsh words, Maulana Rafiuddin Rahmatullah not only apologized to him, but also gifted the cow to him. This is a demonstration of practicing the sunnah of do not respond to bad behavior with bad behavior in real life. <coughs> following sunnah, it's not just following those sunnah which are easy to practice. Rather, we should try to follow every sunnah of the Holy Prophet and the more human beings follow this particular sunnah the less there will be discord in our society all the discord in our society is due to us not following the sunnah of the Holy Prophet it was the practice of the Holy Prophet to forgive people and let go of slights regardless of whatever bad things anyone said to him he did not reply in kind and the people who are awliya Allah follow the same practice. May Allah Ta'ala grant some of us to, some of us to, to through His blessing. Ameen.
we have moved very far away from this sunnah of the Holy Prophet The purpose of mentioning about all these sunnah is that in this setting is that it may be that maybe if we keep reflecting on which of his sunnah we are following and which we are not, it will give us some motivation to start following his sunnah more. This is something one has to practice. If one wants to practice this particular sunnah, that is respond to bad behavior with good behavior, one has to learn to crush his inner impulses and anger and has to make strenuous efforts. efforts. But if you truly want to follow the sunnah of the Holy Prophet wasallam then we have to swallow this bitter pill. In a hadith, the Holy Prophet said, Allah Ta'ala does not like any sip a person drinks more than the sip of his own anger, meaning suppressing his anger and not expressing it. It means that if a person is feeling really angry, is feeling out of control with rage, and there's a risk that he may hurt someone, then Allah Ta'ala greatly likes it if he suppresses his anger at such a time and does not act on it purely for the and does not act on his own anger purely for the sake of pleasing allah taala allah taala says in the noble quran and those who control anger and forgive people and allah taala loves those who are good in their deeds surah al imran verse 134 the Noble Quran has praised people who control their anger and forgive others. It's correct that Sharia has granted the aggrieved party the right to take revenge to the extent that they have been hurt. However, one should think about even if he takes revenge, what will they really get? Suppose someone slapped you and you slapped them back. What good did it do to you? However, if you forgive him with the intention that you are doing this solely to please Allah Ta'ala, then just imagine how much reward you will get. Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Noble Quran what the reward for those will be who do not take revenge and observe sabr, that is patience. Certainly those who observe patience will be given their reward in full without measure. Surah 39 verse 10 it means that the reward for those who observe sabr will be limitless. It is narrated in a hadith that if a person is in the habit of forgiving other people, Allah Ta'ala says that when he forgave my people, I am more deserving of forgiving him. In the days of Hazrat Maaviyah, two people fought with each other. During the fight, one person's tooth broke. He took the other person to Hazrat Maaviyah said, the Qisas, Qisas means retributive justice, for a tooth is a tooth, so please get me my Qisas. Hazrat Maaviyya replied, You are correct, but your tooth is broken anyway. Even if you break his tooth, you won't get your broken tooth back. Why don't you take Diyat? Diyat is financial compensation for personal injury for your to tooth and make peace with him. The person insisted that he wanted the other person's tooth to be broken. When he didn't accept uh, to give up his right for Qisas, despite Hazrat Maaviyah trying to persuade him again, Hazrat Maaviyah said, Okay, let's go and break his tooth. Hazrat Abu Darda 
who was an exalted companion of the Holy Prophet وسلم, was sitting on the way. He said, You are going for Qisas, but let me tell you something. I have heard the Holy Prophet وسلم, say that if a person harms someone and the person who was harmed forgives him, then Allah Ta'ala will forgive the forgiver on the day he will need forgiveness most. That is in the Akhirat, the hereafter. The person who was initially so angry that he wasn't even prepared to take monetary compensation against injury. But when he heard this, he asked, Did you hear the Holy Prophet wasallam say this? Hazrat Abu Darda replied, Yes, I heard him say this with my own ears. That person said, If the Holy Prophet wasallam said this, then I forgive this person without taking any diyat, any monetary compensation. That is the primary difference between us and the Sahaba, the companions of the Holy Prophet They listen to the ahadith of the Holy Prophet We also listen to the ahadith of the Holy Prophet However, when they listen to the sayings of the Holy Prophet they surrendered all their plans submitted all their intentions to his commandments. On the other hand, we keep reading and listening to the sayings of the Holy Prophet wasallam whole day, but we do not get motivated to act on them. That is why our lives do not change as a result of reading and listening to the ahadith of the Holy Prophet wasallam. While Allah Ta'ala had granted great respect to the Sahaba in this world, and they will also receive an exalted status in the Akhirat, inshallah, God willing. It was further said that Allah Ta'ala will not recall the Holy Prophet to himself until he has straightened this misguided nation. The phrase misguided nation referred to the idol worshippers of Arabia who were not just associators, but they also believed that they were better than all other nations. This came true when in 23 years Allah Ta'ala created the rule of there is no God but Allah in the entire Arabian Peninsula through the Holy Prophet It was further said that through this kalam of Tawheed, Tawheed means oneness of Allah, He will open their unseeing eyes and open their hearts. These words have appeared in Torah about the attributes of the Holy Prophet May Allah Ta'ala grant us the motivation to develop these attributes in our lives too. Ameen. Wa akhiru da'wana anil humdullahi rabbil alameen.